The faith of the redeemed has eyes, eyes to see. Blind faith is not an option. God's word commands, prove all things, hold fast that which is good. 1 Thessalonians 5:21. All the tenets in God's beautiful book are true and righteous altogether, every single one, even the ones carnal men relegate to fantastical fantasy. When one looks at life through the lens of biblical unbelief, the conclusion will be the exact opposite of that of those who look at life through the lens of faith in God's Word. These positions will be 180 degrees out from each other. For example, faith in God's Word declares that Adam, the father of us all, was created by God out of dirt just over 6,000 years ago. This man Adam was made in the very likeness and image of God. Adam was downloaded with marvelous knowledge and abilities from his Creator, surely a genius above geniuses. On the other hand, unbelief says life began billions of years ago, creeping out of some mysterious primordial soup, eventually evolving into all of the world's life forms uh, before finally evolving into man, a grunting, club-wielding, wipe-dragging caveman, which doesn't compare well with God's Adam. The glory of God versus the creeping thing, surely 180% out from each other. Faith and unbelief are looking at the same facts, but arriving at different conclusions. God's Word surely settles the score, and Jesus Christ, His only begotten Son, is standing to establish His truth in the hearts of all who will believe upon His name. Are you born again? Will today be the day your dormant faith will gain eyes to see? Will today be the day all your sin and shame is washed away and you receive the answers to all your questions? Today, your soul is in your own hand. Choose Christ and live forever. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God now for today's subject. God said, Proverbs chapter 11, verse 19, As righteousness tendeth to life, so he that pursueth evil pursueth it to his own death. God said, Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 2 and 5 through 8, Ye shall not add unto the word which I command you, neither shall ye diminish aught from it, that ye may keep the commandments of the Lord your God which I command you. Behold, I have taught you statutes and judgments, even as the Lord my God commanded me, that ye should so do in the land, whither ye go to possess it. Keep therefore and do them, for this is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the nations, which shall hear all these statutes and say, Surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. For what nation is there so great, who hath God so nigh unto them, as the Lord our God is in all things that we call upon him for? And what nation is there so great, that hath statutes and judgments so righteous as all this law which I set before you this day? God said, Psalms 19, verse 9, The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. Man said, The do's and don'ts of the Christian Bible, all of its archaic inhibitions, serve no real value to our enlightened society. Christians should throw their Bibles in the trash. Now the record. 
Welcome to God Said, Man Said, feature 856, that will once again, by credible third-party sources, certify the inerrancy of God's holy word. All of these features are archived here in text and streaming audio for the edification of the blood-bought and as ammunition in the battle for the souls of men. Every Thursday eve, God willing, they grow by one. Be sure to take advantage of these powerful features. One, you have questions, God has answers. Whatever your question, type a keyword into the search bar top right and watch the screen populate with related information from Adam and Eve to quantum physics. Number two, use the tell a friend feature above to send the message to someone you love. It's so quick and easy. Three, imagine you can download nearly 316 hours of God Said, Man Said features to your electronic device. Listen to one every day. Thank you for visiting today. Get ready for a healthy dose of Holy Ghost Word Therapy. Every commandment of God has inherent within it a blessing or a curse. Obey God's inerrant commandments and precepts, and you will enjoy the blessing, the results of doing the right thing. Disobey God's perfect commandments and precepts and suffer the curse, the results of doing the wrong thing. Galatians 6, 7, Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. It's just that simple. In Christian circles, you might hear some say, I'm not interested in do's and don'ts. I'm free in Christ to do as I feel led. But the Word of God is full of do's and don'ts, including the New Testament, without which no man could be saved. A wise saint of God runs to the commandments and precepts and not away from, because in them one finds the cornucopia of God's plenty. All of God's directives are purposefully designed and given by the Creator to facilitate and benefit His creation. Today's feature will make this abundantly clear. Various God-given instructions will be referenced to clarify this beautiful and simplistic point. A word or phrase in each reference will be highlighted. You can click that highlighted word or phrase to be taken to more in-depth information should you desire to do so. God's commandments and precepts are designed to facilitate and benefit His children, and inherit within each one is a blessing to enjoy. Imagine. God designed us for love. 1 John chapter 4, verse 7, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. Today's science concurs. God designed us for joy. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 22, A merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit drieth the bones. And science concurs. God designed us for faith, Hebrews 11:6. But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Today's science says we are hardwired for faith, and that faith triggers the power of the placebo effect. God designed us to forgive, Matthew 5:44. But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Science concurs. God designed us for peace, for rest from stress. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Be careful for nothing, 
but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God, and the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus, and science concurs. God designed us for awe and for wonder that's found in praise. Psalms 111 verse 1, Praise ye the Lord. I will praise the Lord with my whole heart in the assembly of the upright and in the congregation. Neuroscience and neuroplasticity, excuse me, it shouts yes. God's designed us to go to church. Hebrews 10, 24 and 25. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as ye see the day approaching. Science discovered the power of going to church and concluded that those who attend church more than once a week live, in a, uh, live 11% longer and are healthier. God designed us to fast. Acts chapter 13, verse 3, And when they had fasted and prayed and laid their hands on them, they sent them away. Science now concurs that a three-day fast totally renews the immune system. All of God's commandments and precepts were designed to facilitate and benefit the design of his creation, and it's the perfect interface. Note the commandment in Luke 6, verse 38. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, and shaken together, and running over, shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that ye meet with all, it shall be measured to you again. Acts 20, verse 35. I have showed you all things, how that so laboring ye ought to support the weak, and to remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how he said, It is more blessed to give than to receive. Today's 21st century science has discovered the design interface, an interface penned on the written page by God thousands of years ago. The headline in a feature published by Seeker.com reads, Happiness from being generous has a neural basis within the brain. The subhead reads, in a study on the psychology of giving, MRI scans revealed that an area of the brain linked to generosity triggered a response in another part related to happiness. A few excerpts follow. What inspires humans to display acts of generosity? Economists, psychologists, and philosophers have pondered this question for millennia. If one assumes that human behavior is primarily motivated by self-interest, it seems illogical to willingly sacrifice resources for others. In an attempt to solve this paradox, some experts have theorized that giving satisfies a, satisfies a desire to boost one's standing in a group. Others have suggested it fosters tribal cooperation and cohesion, a key element in mammal survival. Yet another explanation is that we give only because we expect to receive something in return. The real answer, a study suggested Tuesday, may be much simpler. Giving makes us happy. Scientists conducted an experiment with 50 people at a lab in Zurich who reported on their own happiness levels after acts of generosity. Or generosity excuse me. Consistently, they indicated that giving was a feel-good experience. At the same time, MRI scans revealed that an area of the brain linked to generosity triggered a response in another part related to happiness. 
Our study provides behavioral and neural evidence that supports the link between generosity and happiness, the team wrote in the journal Nature Communications. The findings have implications for education, politics, economics, and public health, said the researchers. Generosity and happiness improve individual well-being and can facilitate societal success, they wrote. However, in everyday life, people underestimate the link between generosity and happiness and therefore overlook the benefits of spending on others. End of quotes. Looking for proof that God is and that he authored the Holy Bible? Looking for the ultimate solution? The inerrant commandments and precepts of God's Word designed to interface with God's creative design are all you'll need. Because God's Word is the unchanging truth, inherent within every commandment and precept is a blessing or a curse. Choose life and live. God said, Proverbs 11, verse 19, As righteousness tendeth to life, so he that pursueth evil pursueth it to his own death. God said, Deuteronomy chapter 4, verses 2, then 5 through 8, Ye shall not add unto the word which I command you, neither shall ye diminish aught from it, that ye may keep the commandments of the Lord your God which I command you. Behold, I have taught you statutes and judgments, even as the Lord my God commanded me, that ye should do so in the land whether ye go to possess it. Keep therefore and do them, for this is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the nations, which shall hear all these statutes and say, Surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. For what nation is there so great? Who hath God so nigh unto them as the Lord our God is in all things that we call upon him for? And what nation is there so great that hath statutes and judgments, so righteous is all this law which I set before you this day? God said, Psalms 19, verse 9, The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. Man said, The do's and don'ts of the Christian Bible, all of its archaic inhibitions, serve no real value to our enlightened society. Christians should throw their Bibles in the trash. Now you have the record.